Hey, Growing Up Church fam. A while back, I was scrolling through Facebook. Yes, I said Facebook. I like to check in every now and then. But I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw this post that kind of stopped me in my tracks. And I felt like I need to talk about this on the podcast. So I'll summarize it for you. The post comes from an individual that is a millennial. They make it clear in the post. And they're saying that if the generations before millennials and Gen Z spent more time teaching basic life skills rather than pushing religion down their throats, then they, meaning millennials and Gen Z, would be much better off instead of spending time having to unlearn and reconstruct their beliefs because those generations claim they were doing the best they could with what they had. Yeah, that hit hard. (laughs) Upon first read, I caught the revelation. I understood exactly where they were coming from. I know a lot of people in my generation feel the same. This was not my first time seeing a post like this. I tried to find the one I saw before this one, but no luck. However, this post was hard to digest. Like I said before, I understood exactly where they were coming from. The feeling of being overchurched, but not yet prepared for the world or life in general, makes sense to me. Topics like financial literacy and mental health are at the top of the list of things millennials and other generations wish they would have known or been introduced to in their youth. However, when it comes to the lack of teaching about those things, my first thought was, you can't teach anything you don't know. Those two concepts are relatively new to those generations. But as I reread the post, I wondered, what about your growing up made religion feel shoved down your throat? What's the difference between growing up in a religious environment versus having religion forced on you. Hi, I'm Trish Plugged In and this is Growing Up Church, a podcast about growing up church where we share our church experiences and perspectives about church culture and our spirituality. This is episode 16, Forced Religion. This episode is one of those episodes I prepped and scripted partly last year and had this idea of reaching out to the author of this post and having them come on the podcast to have this conversation. It took about a year for me to get around to it, but I finally reached out to them about the post. We chatted, it was great, and ultimately, they expressed that they were not interested in being interviewed for the podcast. That was a bit of a bummer, but I totally understood. It can be really challenging putting yourself out there publicly and the critiques and unsolicited opinions that come with it. However, that kind of left me in a bit of a pickle because I built the entire episode around interviewing the author of this post. So I wasn't quite sure who would be best to talk to about this topic of forced religion. After some time, I had an idea for who would be the best person to talk to about this topic. And that person is my big sis. My sister Erica is the oldest of five. And her growing up church experience was very different from mine because she didn't start going to church until later on in her childhood. And this is when she would essentially be introduced to Christianity. Whereas my other siblings and I literally grew up in it, if there was any sibling of mine that I felt like they had religion forced on them, in my mind, it would probably be her. So here's our conversation. Hey guys, before we jump into the episode, I just want to make a note about how we recorded. Uh, This recording was live and in person and it wasn't in a very controlled environment so life was life in you might hear some sirens you might hear some talking and I was really uh not able to edit that out so I just wanted to make that note before we get to the episode so thank y'all so much I hope you enjoy it Erica Trish big sis little sis 
Welcome to Growing Up Church. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit about where we want the conversation to go. Um, because my uh, friend who posted the post uh, didn't want to be interviewed, I will not quote her post word for word because I'm pretty sure if she doesn't want to be <laughs> interviewed, yeah. she doesn't want anybody finding their way back to her to mm-hmm. question her. But pretty much um, the, just to kind of sum up her post, it was pretty much like if our, you know, the generations before us, um, which may be your generation, Generation X, I think she included y'all in there. Um, mm-hmm. But I've seen a post like this and I've, I've seen these sentiments expressed on social media before. Mm-hmm. If our parents' generation and those people spent more time teaching us, you know, like financial literacy and, you know, talking about mental health rather than, you know, pushing religion on us, we'd be in a much better space. Mm. And I know that that is a sentiment that a lot of millennials um, express, um, especially online, but just, you know, some of my own friends who kind of feel that way. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I saw that post, I was like, man, it's getting a lot of attention Let's, let's kind of break this down <laughs> just a, a bit. And it was funny. We were having a conversation, and I, it was totally unrelated. But I was like, yo, um, yeah, like I grew up in church. As my sister, as my older sister, you did not really grow up church. Mm-hmm. I think you grew up attending church, mm-hmm. but you didn't really grow up church because your life with mommy was different <laughs> versus yes. mine. So would you like to talk a little bit about um, coming into that church environment? Sure. Um, yeah, I lived with mommy for the prequel. So <laughs> the pre-marriage to dad, the pre-you guys. I, I, yeah, I preceded all that. So I got to live with mommy while she was still in the world, shall we say. <laughs> and... um yeah, it was different, but um, when she got saved, when mommy got saved, it was different for me because she we still lived in New York. Mm-hmm. We were still um, just me and her and Nicolette, and she changed drastically from what she used to do, which was not too much considering now, but yeah. that at the time, she partied a little bit. She had a good time. I was exposed to what she was doing because I was in the house. And she held house parties at our house so I could see what was going on and I experience it, enjoy it, if you will. <laughs> and um, I um, saw a change, a drastic change when she got saved because she joined initially a very um, strict holiness church mm. um, around the same time that Grandma Mary got saved because we had been, I say in quotations, Catholic because we went to Catholic church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But that was like the extent of it. We, you know, we ate fish on Fridays, those things, but it wasn't like we really were super, super Catholic. Um, I didn't go to confession or anything like that. And quick question, about how Mm -hmm. old were you when mommy got saved? And when she got saved, I want to say I was about 10, probably. Wow. Maybe, maybe eight. So close to a decade. Yeah. Of like not growing up in church, not having any concept of salvation, uh, Catholicism was about the closest, you know, religion. And I think primarily it's because mommy and her siblings went to Catholic school. So right. that was their exposure to it. But they mm-hmm. weren't like 
Catholic. Grandma right. wasn't going every Sunday. No. Or, or taking them every not Sunday. Every, not forcing everybody to go every Sunday. Right. We went, but mm-hmm. it was just, it was, it wasn't as seriously as we went to church once. There was like a full on holiness mm-hmm. background to follow into, fall into, I guess. So how did the, how did your lifestyle change from like pre-salvation mommy mm-hmm. <laughs> to, <laughs> to post-salvation mommy? Yeah, and they were two different people. Oh, she, <laughs> mommy used to wear a lot of bangles and bracelets, you know, it was the 80s, so a lot of jewelry and a lot of click clink clinks. Mm-hmm. And um, when she got saved um, at this particular church, they let her know that she was going to have to give up all that stuff. So no jewelry. Um, all of it. So she gave away all her bracelets, armful of bracelets, like up to her elbow. She gave them all away. A lot of necklaces and earrings that we both used to wear, mm-hmm. nameplates and all that. That was big in the 80s. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, all that stuff she gave away. And um, she immediately started to go to church regularly, much more regularly than we went to mm-hmm. Catholic church with Grandma. And, um, yeah, she fell into it, I want to say hard, because she... Yeah. Um, made sure we went to Sunday services, mm-hmm. our Wednesday night Bible studies. If there was prayer and church was open, we were there for that, all those things. So it was, it was a culture shock for me, mm-hmm. but um, definitely just different. And then when we moved to Virginia and um, she got me a new dad and <laughs> <laughs> came up with some more kids, <laughs> she definitely um, fell into the traditional holiness saved mommy type you know person that you know mm-hmm. and she was strict er than she had been even though she was strict before she got saved right but she was definitely strict when she had five kids now to manage instead of just two little stragglers to follow behind her yeah, yeah. it was different man so when you i guess i'll take it back here um one of the reasons why i thought you might I was really looking for somebody to interview. And I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, okay, it's forced religion because this person felt like they had religion or for them, they grew up Christian. They felt like they had church forced on them, you know, Christianity forced on them. Um, I was like, well, Erica, in my, I I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, but I could see how Erica could see this as something that was forced. um, If you didn't, grow up experiencing it until later and almost having a decade of like not being in a lifestyle and then getting into that lifestyle like cold Mm -hmm. turkey is just like that's that is a shock to the system so for you when you hear like forced religion you know forced christianity what does your do you feel like that was your experience i don't i don't feel like i was forced um i feel like we kind of talked about this offline, but mm-hmm. definitely in other cultures outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. where um, life is totally different and we're not, they're not under the same freedoms that we have here mm-hmm. um, as far as religion and other things. Definitely I could see being forced religion as a totally different phrase than what I would consider what I went through, which was just kind of, uh, I don't know, I would have to say... It was more a guidance into this Mm -hmm. box that you're going to get into. Like, hey, sweetheart, get in the trunk. Rather than, (laughs) I'm stuffing you in the trunk. (laughs) Right. It was different. I still felt like I was in a trunk. (laughs) But but I didn't feel like I was forced in the trunk. (laughs) I don't know if that's 
not a good analogy. <laughs> okay, okay, we mean no offense. Like, really, I don't know everybody's life experience in listening to this. So, if you have been forced into a truck, we apologize. We apologize. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I, I got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you hear that, like, other people expressing that sentiment, like wishing that you would have, cause, cause I, I think I understood the sentiment of that person's post in wishing you had more life experience, taught more about the things that would help you out in life, how to manage stress in a healthy way, how mm-hmm. to manage your mental health, how to manage your finances and, and how to do your finances versus like getting church all the time. I was like, I understand mm-hmm. that, but you know, for me, um, the question that I came up with as I was just kind of writing it out was, you know, um, for that person, the question that I wanted to ask them about was what about their growing up church made religion feel in their words, pushed or shoved, you know, um, and bring you to the point of like, what's the difference between growing up in a religious environment versus having religion forced on you because i think that Mm -hmm. that's two different things definitely and like we were talking about you know for you know there are other cultures and not even other cultures but like even sometimes in in other religions that like forcing persons into something is like it's serious it's real it's real Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) um so yeah, like it's it's real. So was it the do, when you were younger did it feel when you were growing up with mommy and you and you were younger, you guys are you're being introduced to this faith. Did it feel forced to you at the time? Definitely at the time it did feel forced. Looking back on it of course now um it's easier to say that it wasn't forced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but back then I definitely felt like I would much rather be at home on Thursday night watching the Cosby show <laughs> than to be at Bible study. <laughs> oh, so yes. for me, it felt forced. It felt like you are keeping me from something that everybody I know is doing. If I go to school on Friday and I haven't watched the Cosby show, am I even alive? Like, did I even live? So yeah, I felt like she was torturing me <laughs> to some extent. And I'm saying now is an exaggeration, but yeah. as a child, it felt very much forced and very much like arm twisted behind the back. Get in the car. We are going to church. No, you're not going to watch the Cosby show. I don't care if nobody knows how to work the VCR because I'm that old. No, you're not going to get to watch it. It's not coming back on. It's just you missed it. So, yeah, it was it felt forced to me mm-hmm. to have to go without my shows and be at Bible study. And that wasn't what I was interested in doing. Yeah, so it just, it did feel forced at the time. But, um, I don't know if I had, if, like, with you guys, when you guys came along, she was already in church, so you kind of, you were kind of born into it. Yeah. So you're already born into the gang, whereas I had to be initiated. So it, just, <laughs> it, felt, it felt forced in that way. Yeah. It felt like there were a lot of changes going on that I wasn't expecting or that I didn't sign up for. Mm. But they were happening whether I was interested or not. So, yeah, it did feel forced in that way. Yeah. (laughs) In hindsight, when you look back at it, um, do you feel 
in a sense that you wish you would have gotten more life skills. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like um, it wasn't just because of church, though. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't blame it on receiving one thing versus another. I feel like it just was what it was at that time. Mm -hmm. I think I knew a lot of people in my generation whose parents were not even that holy or in church at all. Right. And they didn't teach them about money either. So I definitely could have benefited from some teaching about mental health and teaching about financial literacy. Mm -hmm. um, I, but I don't feel like it was because of church that I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I know a lot of people in my generation who also um, came up in the same time I did where the information just wasn't as accessible. Mm -hmm. Our parents just didn't know what they didn't know. And um, we didn't know how important it was. We didn't know about maintaining your credit scores or <laughs> like um, we, I learned about checkbooks in school when I lived in New York. But mm -hmm. when I got here much later, I still never learned about money here right. in Virginia. So I don't think it was just the parents. I think it just wasn't taught in school. It just wasn't something that value was placed on. And I don't believe it was because church. Because I, I just, I feel like a lot of people didn't get it. You know, people whose parents were in church or not in church, they just didn't get it either. So, right. but yeah, I would have definitely benefited <laughs> for everything I do in my day-to-day -day life. I would absolutely have benefited from more learning about mental health mm -hmm. and learning how to manage like getting through life as yeah. an adult and um, definitely learning more about money could have definitely benefited me. I'm not ever going to say more than church because, you know, without the Lord, <laughs> would I be here? No, ma'am. So <laughs> If it had not, had been, not been for the Lord on my side. On my side. <laughs> there. Okay. Where would I be? And definitely I know for sure that everything I have is because of the Lord and mm -hmm. I would never try to say that I could have um, managed my life without that knowledge and those teachings and those words that live in my heart that get me through day to day. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely well before I learned anything about what mental health was or trying to manage it, I always had, Lord, if you could keep me another day, <laughs> I had that. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely it was, it was valuable, but yeah, side by side, they could have been even more powerful to learn about those things at the same time or, you know, with each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When do you feel like when you were younger and you're coming into Christianity, because that's, you know, what we grew up, um, you know, believing faith based. Um, when you were at what point did you feel like you kind of got it? Because when you're younger, it just feels like and that's kind of where growing up church, the podcast came from. Mm -hmm. When you're younger, it just feel, it feels like religion. And that's why I'm mm -hmm. really slow to say religion, because. Right. It feels like when you're younger, I remember just hating wearing stockings and putting a slip on, but that's because oh, yeah. I hated wearing dresses and skirts. Mm -hmm. um, but, <laughs> you know, like it just felt like, oh, we got to go to church again and <laughs> and I got to wear this dress mm -hmm. and we always got to just be there and we always have to do these things right. and we can't do anything fun and, you know, it's just, <laughs> it feels like a bunch of rules, but then you get to a point where you're like, hmm, you know, like you receive the message for yourself or you see, you know, the messaging different. Or You know, there's some people who get to a point and they're just like, yeah, no, I still don't like it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, even though I understand it far beyond just religion. And there are mm -hmm. some people who just never get past the religion yeah, aspect to, sure. you know, get to a, a faith spirituality aspect. Um, right. 
But for you, like, did you ever, you know, do you remember that point of just like, you know, mommy drug us to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the, that's how the song is. That's how the saints, you know, used to say, it, you know, just get dragged to church right, all the time. But then you get to a point where you're like, okay, right, all right, God. I'll go willingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely for me, I don't know. With a lot of things, I'm going to tell the truth. I started a lot of stuff late. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably say after I was about 18 and it wasn't required that I attend church as much. I definitely wanted to go. And I think for me, just being the way that I am, my personality the way that it is, mm-hmm. I don't like to be woken up in the morning. I like to wake up on my own. So my body naturally wakes up before my alarm clock goes off because it doesn't want to hear the alarm clock. Right. So I think that that's somewhere in the back of my mind that once I didn't have to go to church, I wanted to go to church. So, yeah, then that's when I taught Sunday school. That's when I wanted to be a part of the body. Mm. Um, I think when I could make the choice myself and I knew that it was my choice. Yeah. So that's probably when. Because <laughs> prior to that, we used to go to this church in Norfolk where they used to serve cake after church. Mm. And that was my only motivation for wanting to go to church. <laughs> probably would have been that my After team. church, this quarter in my pocket is going to give me a slice of cake. <laughs> and I was here for that. So... Yeah, definitely. It was uh, 18. <laughs> 18. Willingly. No cake required. Man. So, I just, I keep saying my generation because I feel like it's more of us in the millennials and even the so-called, quote-unquote, geriatric millennials. And I'm just like, can we just stop it with the, right. can we calm down? Yeah, um, we don't like that word. No. Geriatric. Oh, my goodness. Calm down. <laughs> Um, but just, I feel like this sentiment is expressed. There are a lot of people in my generation that are just really, have been really jaded by their growing, their growing up church experiences, Mm -hmm. always being expected to be there. And then even some of them, like it was strict in our household. I remember, but it was nothing like what some Mm -hmm. other people experienced because for others, like, so when you were younger, it was mommy not wearing the hoops and all the dangles, but Mommy did get to a point where it wasn't, like, really big hoops, but, right. like, Mommy liked her jewelry, mm-hmm. and she still does, and yeah. she likes her matching pieces, yeah. so there was, like, a season, it felt like, from hearing you explain it, there was a season where Mommy was, like, extra, like, none of that, Yeah. but then she got to a place where it was a little calmer, but still very much strict for us, mm-hmm. but we didn't, you know, we weren't, we didn't have to wear dresses all the time. Right. Uh, we weren't forbade to, like, not date. Right. You know, um, definitely going out was probably, there's some limitations in that area mm-hmm. for all yeah. of us. Yeah. Um, going certain places, you know, there was a way that they desired for us to live, but it wasn't, like, pressed on us. Mm-hmm. And so for you, having not grown up in church for, like, almost the first decade of your life, then you know, it being like mandatory mm-hmm. that like this is we going to church and right. You know, this is as for me in my house, right. <laughs> we gonna serve the Lord. Get down to lay down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Stay property. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, you get into a point where you're like, it's not required and you come to it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, just like kind of looking as as a whole, you definitely you know, being the older, the oldest sibling, the firstborn, in general, your your experiences are different. Yes. And so even your relationship and your walk with God 
are different. Mm-hmm. And I just am curious as to like, do you think your experience helped you to not be jaded and not be like this? This religion is just this faith is just trash, you know, because <laughs> it makes me sad that that's the conclusion that some people come to. Mm-hmm. I think for me, um, I'm just more so like, oh, my relationship with church, right. the institution is mm-hmm. on, on <laughs> is on trial, right. <laughs> you know, but I'm like. I feel like I still believe in God and I think you just have a freedom in your life and your relationship with God just it wasn't as traditional as Mm -hmm. what was preached to us growing up and I'm just curious how you got to a place where you're not like jaded about the faith Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like how you got to a place where you're like I'm living it my way right you know I'm seeing it my way I feel like it it really took me reading on my own Mm. and coming to my own understanding um, I remember when Pastor Pierce wrote that in my Bible. I've chosen his Bible. It was so cute. It was pink. And he wrote in there that verse about leaning not onto your own, under your own understanding. And um, and it, it definitely held true because the word is true any anytime and always. But in this particular sense, I am a reader. I love to read. I love words, words, lyrics. Those things speak to me more than anything else. So that's how I could get into country music gospel music especially it's the lyrics that that speak to your heart and um like that song speaks to your heart it speaks my heart it definitely for me that is how my relationship has always been built and maintained and it also is how i don't allow myself to get jaded because it's not about everybody else the relationship with with god for yourself is the one you build for yourself because he's going to speak to you and it's going to be up to you to decide what you decipher and what you heard mm. and how you apply it to your life. And that's how I feel with me. I feel like I tell everybody, people question my life choices and things that I do. But I feel like if we're under love, we're under love. Are we not? If we are, we are. Mm. So if I'm under love, then don't mark me for A, B, C, and D. Love is covering all that. And if I'm loving you, I'm loving everybody else. Don't worry about what else I'm doing. <laughs> because nothing I'm doing if I'm under love is going to try to undermine or hurt or harm somebody else. And if that's what I'm doing, then I'm not going to be jaded by anybody else in their relationship and what they're doing or not doing mm-hmm. in their church because I'm not watching them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my responsibility. So if I feel like if I'm guided and I'm walking under love, then if hopefully you are, mm-hmm. then, <laughs> then I'm not going to be worried about what you're doing and it's not going to bother me enough to to feel like it's not worth pursuing the relationship with the lord because that is over everything else yeah it's just love thanks sis you're welcome this was good anytime this is my big <laughs> sis y'all she came she's always supporting me one of the few people in the family that actually knows what i do I, I, I. <laughs> they know <laughs> they know Hey, Growing Up Church listeners, so earlier in the interview, I asked my sister if she felt like her experience with church and Christianity felt forced. She said no, but I didn't really push further on that answer. And because that is the premise of this episode, I felt it only right to bring her back so she could expound on that answer more. So here's the last part of that conversation. All right, so this is the the last question. Um... And I'll, I'll just kind of preface it like I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my question for you is, I know you said that, you know, growing up, you didn't feel like you had religion forced on you. Um, what about that experience 
made it not feel forced or what would have made it feel forced maybe if that's a better question um i i don't feel like it was forced mainly because i never got the sense that if you don't go to church or you don't believe what we believe you're not in our family anymore and for Mm -hmm. me that um was like the biggest determining factor being who I am today, who I was not as a young person, <laughs> and knowing the people I know and the friends I have and the experiences that they have had, I know that it is a special thing to live in a family where you can be yourself, believe whatever it is that you believe, and go and come as you please, and your family still be your family. And um, I never, I have never, no matter what I've shared with my parents, whatever they learned about me as I've gotten older, I've never felt like, I wasn't still their child. I never felt like there was a cut line like that said, hey, you don't stay on this side of the line, we'll not love you anymore. I never got that. And for me, that intention, that heart, that love that's always been there is for me what made whatever they wanted me to do not feel forced. You know, it's, okay, take out the chicken before I get home. Is you know, <laughs> like, like care for your brothers and sisters until I get from work or, you know, if you lose one of your siblings, don't come home. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that was like the line in the sand. But this other stuff, like <laughs> go to church, don't go to church. That wasn't, to me, didn't feel as solid a line as saying I was forced, you know, to attend church. Yeah, I knew everybody got up and got dressed. I was probably going to have to go to church. But it never felt like, if you don't get out of here and go to church. You know, it was never that. If I was sick or if I... <laughs> Um, had a tummy ache or, you know, headache or had homework. It was never like, oh, well, you had to go to church and do it afterwards. I can stay home. It was not forced. Yeah. So I guess that's where where I feel huh. that it I wasn't lo- forced. I love that answer. Yeah. I, I'm trying to answer that question for myself. I think that I know, you know, Grandma, she was tough. <laughs> she was really intense with it, heavy, no watching Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Grandma no. didn't play around. I was like, Power Rangers, what? All of that stuff was gonna let demons come through your TV <laughs> and get in your spirit. All of it. And and I I understood where she was coming from. <laughs> but I I'm not even gonna lie, to this day, if I'm in a movie theater and they are playing a scary preview during a regular movie that I came to see. I do pray through. I don't want to hear that. I don't want that in my spirit. <laughs> right, right. I don't know what spirits they conjured up to come up with these concepts. Yo. Who they consulted. I don't want that. Mm-mm. Don't Not try to get on me. So, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I totally get that. But I, at the time, it was like, dude, Power Rangers? Like, right. it's just the Power Rangers. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, that, yeah. I think once we got older, Mommy loosening up. And she wasn't, and when I say loosen up, I don't mm-hmm. think she was, she wasn't just loosening up as, like, when it came to our faith, but just mm-hmm. as a parent, because mommy was just really strict overall, oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. that also was, like, played a factor in, like, how she, you know, how we walked out our faith, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, house gotta be clean, oh, yeah. you're gonna be in church a certain way, oh, yeah. you know, you're gonna be in school a certain way, too, mm-hmm. and so I think mommy getting older and just kind of loosening up, I think that helped it to not feel so... Bridget. Yeah, and I yeah. and her saying at some point in time, you have to make this choice for you. This is a choice that you're going to make for yourself. Like, right. this is your choice. And yeah. I think when she finally, somebody in my life, some adult authoritative figure, 
like offered that to me, then it felt like, okay, cool. Right. You know, um, even though I'm still like feeling like beholden to these things, mm-hmm. um, her just saying that for me, I guess, made it not feel as forced after a while. But right. and the kid just everything feels forced. Oh yeah. <laughs> Going to school feels forced. Yeah. And so, because I'm so much older than you guys mm-hmm. too, by the time mommy started to loosen up in that area, I was older. And it, it didn't have to be such a requirement yeah. anymore either. So I got like the the short, the you guys got the bookends. You got from the beginning of your lives until <laughs> you got grown. And I kind of just had everything in the middle. Like it wasn't, she wasn't in church yet when I was a kid. Yeah. kid and she was like a little bit more loose by the time I was a late teen. So yeah. I kind of had a little little breather. Whereas I'm sure you guys had the whole... I I was there. Y'all had the clutches on me. So I totally get that. I get that. This is good. Thanks, sis. Anytime. The question of what's the difference between growing up in a religious environment versus having religion forced on you is one that could have a broad singular answer but I also see it as a question many individuals could answer for themselves. The growing up church experience can sometimes feel like a monolith, like anyone that grew up in church pretty much has the same experience. But our race, ethnicity, culture, geography, and church denomination brings about so many different church experiences, and along with that, different beliefs and ideas about how we view the Christian faith in particular but also any other faith or religion. Do I believe there's a difference between growing up in a religious environment versus having religion forced on you? Absolutely. But like always, I'm answering that question for myself first. So I leave this question to you, the listener. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So if you'd like, feel free to share them on our IG at growinguppurchpod or email me at growinguppchurch at gmail.com. And maybe we can have an episode with all your answers to this question. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced and edited by me, Trish Plugged In. Special thanks to Craig Fonts for providing the theme music for the podcast. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at It's Craig Fonts and at Book Mobile Records. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like the show, feel free to share it with a friend and rate and review it on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trish underscore plugged in. And you can now follow the podcast on Instagram at Growing Up Church Pod to hear clips from the show and catch the latest updates on the podcast.